Jesus and got baptized. Saul is the Hebrew name. The equivalent in Greek is Paul. And he later became known as the Apostle Paul. And what he wrote, in the, in the, is he wrote a large percentage of the New Testament that we have recorded even up to this day. And he became a lifelong follower of Jesus. And this is how he explained his life, his changed life, to a church that he had helped to plant. Writing later on in his life to a young Christian leader called Timothy, who was, he had given, Paul had given responsibility for Timothy to look after a big church in a lot of trouble. This is what Paul wrote to Timothy. He says this. This is his own story of how he became a Christian and what that means to him, even later on in life. He said, I thank Christ Jesus our Lord, who has given me strength, that he considered me trustworthy, appointing me to his service, even though I was once a blasphemer and a persecutor and a violent man. I was shown mercy because I acted in ignorance and unbelief. The grace of our Lord was poured out on me abundantly, along with the faith and love that are in Christ Jesus. Here is a trustworthy saying that deserves full acceptance. Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners, of whom I am the worst. But for that very reason, I was shown mercy so that in me, the worst of sinners, Christ Jesus might display his immense patience as an example for those who would believe in him and receive eternal life. Now to the King eternal, immortal, invisible, the only God, be honor and glory forever and ever. Amen. That experience that he had on the road to Damascus, and he was literally hell-bent on killing and annihilating Christians. He, I was talking to my neighbor the other day, and and she's got a, a, a medical problem, and I said, well, we will, of course, pray for you. She said, well, I'm not very religious. I said, good. This guy was hyper-religious, and his religion drove him to hate Christians and want them dead. And his experience of encountering the risen Jesus on the road to Damascus literally changed him around forever. And that statement that he made is a trustworthy saying. Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners, of whom I am the worst. I was talking to a a man recently. He's an elderly chap. And I asked him, are you ready to die? Are you ready to meet your maker? If you were to die tonight, would you be ready? And he said, no. The next question I asked was, would you like to be ready? Because we all are going to die. very, very good friend of mine, who's out preaching tonight, was diagnosed with terminal cancer this week. 
We are all going to die. We do not know when. And this guy said, I know I'm not ready to die. Would you like to be ready? He said, I've done too many bad things. God would not accept me. I'm too bad to be saved. The things that I've done in my past, I am utterly ashamed of. I cannot believe looking back that I would behave in such a way to this lovely lady, my wife. But I did and I'm ashamed. And I shared this verse with him. I said, have you ever killed anybody? No. Would you like to kill Christians? No. Well, here's a man who was hell-bent on killing Christians, and Jesus saved him. Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners, of whom I am the worst. And Paul explains why he was saved. The conversion of the Apostle Paul is a massive evidence for the truth of Christianity. There are two massive foundations that upon which Christianity stands in a sense, the whole, the, the, that verify and validate the truth of God's word, the Bible. The first is the resurrection of the Son of God. The resurrection of the Son of God, and we'll be thinking about that a bit later in our service. He literally, physically, bodily rose from the dead. He died on a cross in utter agony. He died a literally a god forsaken death he cried out as he was dying my god my god why have you forsaken me the worst possible death anyone can die is on the cross but three days later he rose from the grave physically rose from the grave bodily rose from the grave and he gave proof after proof after proof after proof to his eye and ear witness accounts that he was literally physically alive. And Christianity stands and falls on that. The other one is the conversion of the Apostle Paul. Did the risen Jesus, the physical risen Jesus, appear to Saul of Tarsus on the road to Damascus and turn his life around? And Paul says, what happened to me is a reality. And what happened to me is a lesson for everyone. But for this very reason, the worst of sinners, I was shown mercy. That's what we all need, isn't it? Mercy. We stand before the judge of all the earth guilty for all the things that we've done, the things that we've done to others, the things that we've even done to ourselves. We stand before the judge as guilty. What do guilty people need from the judge? Mercy. I was shown mercy in me, the worst of sinners, so that Christ Jesus might display his immense patience as an example for those who would believe in him. He's an incredibly patient saviour. He's an incredibly patient saviour. He's got immense patience. That's good news, that he's patient with you and he's patient with me. 
The other reason that Paul tells us is that you and me and everyone who would believe in him would find hope. Because the, the logic that Paul says is, if Jesus can save me, if Jesus can save Paul, he can save me too. No one is too bad to be saved. No one is too bad to be saved, no matter how religious you are or irreligious you are. No one is too bad to be saved. And the other reason he tells us is that you and me and everyone who believes in Jesus would receive eternal life. Receive eternal life. That's the word he used. Those who believe in him and receive eternal life. Nothing is more vital to, any, to everybody in this room to leave this meeting this evening knowing that you have eternal life. My very good friend who was diagnosed with terminal cancer this week knows he's got eternal life. He knows he's got eternal life. Who wouldn't want that? Who wouldn't want to know that? That I have been given by Jesus eternal life. I, whatever cancer does to my body, whatever illness does to my body, whatever happens to my body, I'm going to have eternal life. Who wouldn't want that? These three guys have got that. Jerry and Simon and Steph have got that. That's a gift from God. I urge you to get this matter settled tonight. No one is too bad to be saved. You can have eternal life right here, right now. Jesus said so. All you have to do is call upon his name. We've heard the story of four people this evening who Jesus has also shown his life-transforming mercy and grace to. We've heard from Jerry, we've heard from Simon, we've heard from Steph, and we've heard from the Apostle Paul. And now, like the Apostle Paul, they too are going to be baptised. I'm going to pray, then we're going to sing, and the three, the, the three of us are going to get ready to get baptised, to, to, to be baptised. Um, now I'll have a word of explanation of what baptism means and why we do what we do and then we'll baptise them and then we're going to hear them uh, there's a, each one have chosen a song that they want us to sing as they are baptised so let me pray and then we'll sing <clears throat> here is a trustworthy saying that deserves full acceptance Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners, of whom I am the worst. We praise and bless you, Lord Jesus, that you came into this world to save sinners. Now to the King, eternal, immortal, invisible, the only God, be honour and glory forever and ever. Amen. Please stand with the musicians as they lead us to sing, Blessed Assurance, Jesus is Mine. <clears throat>